Grand Racing Victoria's Jason Adams has jumped on the line to give us an in-depth preview of said heat. Hello to you, Jace. Good afternoon, boys. Great to be part of the show. And, of course, it's a magical night of racing Friday night. It doesn't get much better than that. Eight heats of the Melbourne Cup and for the three of the bowl trees, I should say. So looking forward to it. Yeah, Jace, really appreciate you coming on, mate. I'm really looking forward to this program on Friday night. Love tuning in to the to Melbourne Cup heat night. It's fantastic racing. And like I said many times already, it's must-watching if you're a Greyhound fan because there's just so much talent on display, both sprinters and stayers. Uh, where should we start, mate? Do you want to start with the first of the uh, the Melbourne Cup heats? Yeah, let's lock right onto that, Troy. And, of course, one of the bigger names in the sport in, in Shimmer Shine does headline that. And who would have thought last week in the shootout that you'd run a time of 29 and 14 and be beaten almost two lengths? But that's how good Tigalong Tonk was. But Shimmer Shine looks pretty well placed here. What do you think, Troy? Yeah, look, I, I agree with you as well. Um, very well suited. He's in form. He's racing well. His top gun win was fantastic. If he can begin similar to that, gee, he's going to be tough to run down. He will be, and we all know he's one of those types that if he leads, he's just been unbeatable. He's got the the quickest PB of any greyhound engaged in the in the whole meeting here at Sandown Park. So he certainly knows how to set a good time around the place. And um, look, seems to be there's not a stack of pressure. We don't really know how Zambora Smoke is going to begin on his inside. He's a bit inconsistent, but uh, one thing is for sure with Shimmer Shine, he's got all the talent. It's probably a dropping class for him as well. You, you look at what he's been up against in terms of the shootout last week, the Top Gun before that, and the Geelong Cup not not long prior as well. So it's almost a dropping class, which is a, an alarming sign for, for one as powerful as Shimmer Shine. Chase, just give us a setup of these before we move through the rest of the heats. Uh, how did how did the runners progress? Because in a lot of Group Ones, it can sometimes be first two, first three. Uh, tell us the situation for the Melbourne Cup heats, please. Yeah, well, this time around, Sam, it's it's as clear cut as it gets. So there's eight heats all up, cut throat. The winner will only get through. So it. it's you can be as good as you want running second or third, but you know, if you're not first time past the post and you're not making it through to next week. So that's um how cutthroat and, and how hard it is to get into a Melbourne Cup final. Yeah, Jason, and as you say, mate, a lot of these, obviously eight heats, the talent spread across those eight heats. So as opposed to like a race like the Top Gun the other week or the shootout where you've got a lot of talent in one race, while these greyhounds are still talented, it's spread out across eight heats. So Zem, uh, Shima Shine looks brilliantly placed in that heat. I guess the, the question that I have in that race might be Shetland, uh, what he could do. It, it looks like an exciting chaser as well. Yeah, well, we didn't really get a taste of, of what he's got to offer down here after he fell last week. He's obviously come out of that okay. But, yeah, we're not quite sure what he's made of. But clearly his New South Wales form is quite good. And you mentioned about how much the, the quality is spread throughout the heats. And I guess that's a, a good thing about most series that we do run here down here in Victoria, how a lot of the top-line greyhounds are seeded so they don't end up clashing in the one heat. And therefore, you don't get a big name uh, through to the final, which um, can often happen. We saw in the Million Dollar Chase, I think the City qualifiers it might have been, or the semi-finals where they're sort of all totally random. But I prefer this way of going. How you you don't get those big names line up in the same heat, and therefore you're, you're probably uh, having a, a lesser final because of it. The uh, the second heat looks a lot tougher, doesn't it? Uh, Aston Silk, Last Hurrah, uh, Wendell and Bale in this, Lucy's Milo, Junk Food Junkie, Jim's Ardashian, and Golden Knight as well. That's a tough, tough heat. It's a tough one. I think the market suggests that it's wide open. And look, with Last Hurrah, I was quite bullish about him last week, but he just sort of got burned a little bit. I'm maybe just starting to realise it's, it's a lot tougher dropping back in distance and probably something that he... He hasn't struggled with in the past, but when you do get to racing against this sort of calibre of greyhounds, it does make it a bit more difficult. So in this 
keys. I did hear Jason Thompson earlier today. He was very bullish about Aston Silk and yeah. said that she was the best of his seven chances throughout the heats. But in this one, I don't mind a junk through junkie. I think she's drawn quite well out there in box six. She's got outstanding early speed, and we know in in races of this sort of nature, that's so important. So. In an open race, I'm going to lean towards Junk Food Junkie. Uh, Jace, next heat. Uh, this is a, an amazing heat. We've got uh, Aussie Secret in the red, Handsome Prince in the two, uh, Webble Case five, Jack Spale, People Get Ready, Mr. Fix It, and Not to Leave Out Rolling Stone and Tough Tears. Uh, there's a lot of talent in this one. Absolutely. Oh, this one is stacked, Troy, and Handsome Prince was sensational in a trial between races last week, as we know, but mm. as well as Aussie Secret coming in as one of the real hot talents, I'm 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 quite keen to take him on, to be honest. I think with Handsome Prince in box two, it's the good thing on paper, but he's got Aussie Secret on his inside. And just looking back on some replays of Aussie Secret recently last night, he wants to get to the wider part of the track. So whether that's something he only does from wide draws, I don't know. But I get the feeling he's going to want to step right straight away, which I think that's uh, danger signs for Handsome Prince. So in this one, I'm going to go with Jack Spale. I was with him last week. There's not a lot of speed on these two boxes towards his inside. So a, a similar opportunity for him to balance up and fire back to some of his best. Geez, it goes to show you how tough that uh, heat is when the million-dollar chase winner can't even get in the top three for the watchdog, and Jace says no. Nah. Uh, that, that just goes to show the calibre that is racing this Friday in these heats. That's extraordinary. Yeah, and, and considering what it that is Greyhound trialed... Yeah. Sorry, Jace, considering what that Greyhound trialed uh, last week, uh, that, that's extraordinary to think of how tough this race really is. Mm. Exactly right. And look, I don't think when we sort of doubt his chances here, well, me personally, at least, it's nothing against the dog because he's obviously a, an absolute machine. But we know in, in Melbourne Cups, it only takes a, a stride or two where you've missed early on and, and your race is over. So it's going to be a real cutthroat. And I think the pressure is going to be on him with, with Aussie Secret there on his inside. Jace, the Greyhound that I did like in that race, I thought was a really good run last week, was Mr. Fixit. Showed brilliant early pace uh, from the wide draw. If, if, if yep. people get ready and Jack Spell come across and, they, as we said, Aussie Secret wants to shift up, it, it could be the Greyhound left out wide getting the run across. And, gee, if he can run similar to he did last week, he also has to have a huge chance in this heat. Right, Troy, that 497 to the first bit last week is just absolutely expressed. One thing I sort of felt about him is he probably does want to have an inclination to get towards the inside, but if you are going 497 early, it doesn't matter a whole lot because you're going to be showing a lot of pace. So it's just about what's happening underneath him, really, because if he's got a couple others that are running the same sort of split, it's going to make it quite hard. But obviously what he put on the board last week was very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Now the next seat. Now, the last week's shootout winner, Tigalong Tonk. Uh, brilliant display of racing and sheer speed last week. Draws a four. I actually think he's really well suited in this race. Uh, immunity out wide in the seven, uh, but can be hit and miss early. That's a big question on, on it. Bobby the Brute able to run home well uh, and Warbanger in the five. But, gee, I thought Tigalong Tonk could actually box really well in this race. I agree, Troy. And it's reading some Twitter commentary since the fields have been released, and I think it's the general feeling is that Tigalong Tonk could be the best drawn throughout the whole meeting. And look, he's come out of box four, which naturally... You look at that for him and think, oh, it's not ideal. But you look at who he's got in his inside where there's not a lot of pressure. So he's only got to get away half as good as what he did last week to, to push on. And the pressure's not going to be there towards his inside. So he should have plenty of room to go forward. And if there's any questions about him coming into this series, they were well and truly at the window last week with his shootout performance. He was absolutely sensational.
Gents, let's pause here for just a moment because we've still got time after this race at the Meadows to keep working through these heats. So race seven, 525. This is the Vic Business Challenge winner from last week's race. So Jones Concrete, uh, the naming rights to this race. Um, 525 metres. Uh, Favourite in six, Utah Blues. Uh, I'm going to go with the two, though, I reckon, just ahead of Josh Formosa's number one, uh, Troy, yourself. Yeah, look, we spoke about this race earlier. I, I still like the one. I just think it's valued. It's no certainty, but I just yep. like the value of it. Uh, last night. I think it gets a good run off the inside there and it was a good effort last week. Uh, look, I uh, the two, yeah, like we said, last start Geelong win on 25.91. That's a really nice run, but it does have to get clear running early. Uh, I'm just not sure if the one can hold it or put pressure on early. The six, I've still got question marks about it running the trip. I'm not sure it can run it out strong. It's going to have to improve a lot on last week's run to, to actually hold on here if it does get to the lead. I thought the four was great value. Chill out, Webby. If a lot mm. of speed in this race, if there's a greyhound that's going to be running on at the end, it is going to be chill out, Webby. And if they're stopping up front, that's the greyhound that's going to be the biggest value. So I'm on the one and the four each, and the four each way. Anything for you here, Jase? Barely seen the field, Sam, so I'm just going to trust Troy's advice there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the Meadows for race seven. The Jones Concrete, 525 metre, and they're loading in pretty well. So the favourite at $2 in six, uh, second favourite, number two, Ezra Bale. Racing, winning the start, Diana Bale from out deep. Ezra Bale began well and drives through and leads him with a round to go. Diana Bale to second, Utah Blues whipped up around the outside, got to third, and that first three get away. Four on chill out, Webby Blast Zone, then Mystic Rose and Lars King Gristle. Off the back, Ezra Bale got away from the chasing pair of Diana Bale and Utah Blues, then Blast Zone, chill out, Webby, but it's Ezra Bale on the turn. Eight lengths in front of Utah Blues, Diana Bale and Blast Zone, and Ezra Bale won it by nine. But Utah Blues Blast Zone, chill out Webby. Then King Gristle, Diana Bale got tired late. Mystic Rose ran last 30 and 16 the time. Take that and another win for us, Troy. So Ezra Bale saluting uh, number two ahead of number six, the favourite Utah Blues, and one Blasso. No third dividend, so a bit of bad luck there for Josh Formoso, but uh, good recovery from, from Blasso after getting into that early trouble to come in third. Two and six, the numbers that paid. Yeah, absolutely. Great win by Ezra Bale. Actually jumped beautifully, got on the arm, and once it got in front like that, it was going to be tough to, to beat. As we said before, we were just unsure whether it was going to lead or not or whether it was going to get pressured early. Uh, there was no question after they jumped. It was off and gone. Uh, Utah Blues, I've still got questions about him being able to run a strong 500 there. Uh, he got beaten a long way. Ezra Bale was about nine lengths in, lengths in front. And Blastone ran on well, and so did Chill Out Webby. But uh, let's move back to these Melbourne Cup beats. Uh, heat five is in race seven, uh, Jason. This is where the big dog, he comes out. Uh, Simon told Helen, uh, drawn in four. Uh, Zipping Bram, who was really impressive last week at Sandown. Indy Girl Turbo in this, Faithy Bale. Uh, just to name a few uh, of who the main dangers might be. Uh, Zipping Zabo as well. Who are you liking in this heat? I can't go against the champ. No, Sam in, in Simon told Helen, he, he, no, no way. Um, he trialled really well here on Saturday at Sandown, so he's well and truly uh, going as well as what he can. So it's just all about how well he gets away. We know he's going to accelerate absolutely fiercely. He's going to want to get down to the rail. So for those on his inside, watch out. Simon's going to be coming down. And look, I don't want to, I don't want to take him on here. I think they're, you are to make a case for the others. I like special talent as a greyhound. And obviously, Zipping Bram was just absolutely enormous last week. He's main strength is without doubt going to be the second half of the race but by then 
Simon Thornhallen could be six in front, which it means it's, it's going to be hard to run down. So uh, I'm not going into champ, and I, I really hope he can get through to next week's final because it'd be a, a really big coup for the race. Yeah, Jase, I, I tend to agree. Look, the nose knows, and I think he's well drawn there. I think even if he misses it just slightly, he will get the room early to power through. And with his pace, we know that he can put himself on the lead. Oh, zipping Graham Bruin run, run last week, but we'll need to sit close enough if a greyhound like uh, Simon Todd Helen is on the arm running time. It's going to be very, very tough to catch. Uh, the next heat, Tommy Shelby. Uh, let's see what the West Aussie can do. He's drawn the three. Uh, Zipping Zeke's got the red. Webleck Jet in the two. We've got Short Pork in the four. Cash the Thief out wide in the six. He's had no luck with the box draws. Cash the Thief. Wildcard in the seven. And Fabriola Zad out in the eight. Can, Shel- can Tommy Shelby do it, Jace? Well, there's questions everywhere here for mine. There's a few greyhounds who can have a big impact on the race. And I'm going to go against Tommy Shelby. I'm with Cash the Thief. And... I know he's not coming into this race sort of at the peak of his powers, but he's got one on his inside. He can show speed, and the only direction she's going to go is towards the fence. So for mine, Catch the Thief's going to have a bit of room to get moving, and yep. we know in the past that's when he can do his finest work. So I'm with him, and with Tommy Shelby, the only reason why I'm taking him on because he's got Webleck Jet on his inside, and I saw Webleck Jet last week. He wanted to take a couple of strides to the outside, so I think that's going to have pressure on Tommy Shelby immediately. That helps dipping Zeke from box one, but he's a slow beginner. So I'm with the Catch a Thief in, in heat number six. I'm with you on that, Jase. Matty Clark raised eyebrows a couple of weeks ago where he said that Catch a Thief could rival uh, Simon Told Helen and become the best dog getting around. Well, to do it, need to blow him away in this heat and, and need to have a good showing in the Melbourne Cup if that's going to come to fruition. So I, I agree with you uh, that Catch a Thief really is uh, all there ahead of him and uh, it's a big, big race uh, for Catch the Thief. Uh, the heat seven, a couple more to go and we've got to whip through the these gents. Um, this, uh, oh, I found this one really tough uh, to, to get a read on. How are you seeing it, Jase? Oh, it's difficult. You're right. Um, Zeri's probably the biggest name or one of the biggest names in this race, and I don't like where he's drawn in six. Hardstyle Rico out in eight. He can't uh, make a mistake from out there. The one I was with was Mapunga Maggie from Box One. I think Ingenuity on her outside is going to give her plenty of room. She's a box one bandit, so I think she can go well. Yeah, and the next heat, Jace, this is an unbelievable heat. Music event, the young star on the rise has drawn the red. We know how good he goes. Christo Bale, the star, has drawn the three, uh, obviously, and Dr Tucker out wide with Do It on his inside. Uh, Dr Tucker looking like a very similar running style to Simon Told Helen. Should get plenty of room out wide if he wants to accelerate. Gee, it's tough. I, I've got leaning towards music event and Dr Tucker in this race, but, gee, if Christo Bale's that close enough, it could make it very interesting. Exactly the way I saw it, Troy. I thought with music event and Dr. Tucker, they're going to be showing similar early pace and, and setting a similar overall time. So the leader of those is going to go a long way to winning the race. But, again, depends on where Christo Bale's settling. Because if he's within, oh, you'd have to say six lengths, he's going to be in winning contention. But, look, I was with music event. I just think from the draw, he can fire away. And well, he's got a lot of talent. This is a real series for him to stand up in. So, gents, before we just get a quick word from you, Jace, on the bold tree seats and who you expect to get through, just have a look at where the, the market sits ahead of the Melbourne Cup, obviously before the heat. Simon told Helen the favourite from Shimmer Shine. Handsome Prince third on the line. Hardstyle Rico, Tigalong Tonk, Tommy Shelby all on the fourth line of betting. And then Christo Bale, Immunity, Last Hurrah, Music Event, Jerry, uh, Zipping Zeke on the fifth line. And then uh, several dogs on uh, at 31s. Catch a Thief, Dr Tucker, People Get Ready, Short Pork, Webleck Ace uh, and several more, including Zambora Smokey and Zipping Bram. If you had to put it on the line right now for the both of you, who is going to win the Melbourne Cup this year, please? I'll let Jace go first there. 
I was going to say the same thing, Troy. Um, <laughs> oh, look, where do we look? Um, look, Simon Tone Helen's obviously got the runs on the board. He knows how to win these big races. But when it comes to looking at that sort of all-in market at, at this point in time, you just got to lean towards one who you think and you get through to the final because if uh, Simon Tone Helen's sort of price about him, that's for sure. So, look, I can be boring and, and say one like uh, Simon Tone Helen, but oh, as I scroll through... I'll go with Simon Told Helen. I'll be nice and boring for you boys and, and go with him. Yeah, look, look, I'm going to be a bit similar. I think Simon Told Helen, it's a greyhound that's got to be favourite going in. I think Tigalong Tonk, because of his box draw, comes into it very, very well and now presents great value. But I'm not going to lie, I've had an early play earlier prior to the race and I'm very excited with the, the way they've boxed his music event and Dr Tucker. I jumped on earlier between those two. I think they're young greyhounds with enough ability and enough pace that if they draw well in a final and get through, they can put a lot of pressure on and be speedy enough to get away and then hold on. I love the fact that they both come in the same race because I feel really ch- a high chance that one of those might get through. So I'm tipping either Music Event or Dr Tucker. But look, I love the nose. Simon told Helen I'm a bit the same. I don't want to be boring, but he deserves the Melbourne Cup. So let's see if he can do it. Uh, we've got to get to a break, Jase. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Boltrice as well. Uh, just your one word for who definitely gets through, please, because we're running really late to get to the break. Houdini boy, he's a beast Absolutely. and will excel over 700 metres. Ah, that's, you couldn't have said it any better. Beautifully done, Jason Adams from Greyhound Racing Victoria. I think we all agree on that. He's going to be the star of the long distance events. Uh, already is for mine. Shimmer shine for me. We'll take a break, come back. Vis- business challenge at the Meadows is straight after this.